Welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 99. How transformation happens. Yes. 99. I got 99 episodes. And I was trying to do the 99 problems. But I got 99 problems. Yeah. 99 episodes. episode 101. A1. Yeah, sure. Um, That's terrible. How transformation happens. That's good. Um, so... We've had some like weirdly crisp, cool mornings here in Nashville, um, like last week, and it was. I mean, I feel like I felt like a new person. And now it's just brutally. And now it's brutally hot again, like literally mid to upper nineties. And I know if you're in Texas, you're like, "Hush, this is nothing," um, because you guys have those crazy temps. But for us, like anything above ninety is just too much for me. Oh, this um, above ninety-five in August, dishes. at least. Yeah. Like I love it when I'm, you know, at the beach or at a pool, whatever. No, we're ready for we're fall. We're ready for fall. I know and you're ready for fall because <laughs> you guys. I um, I might have bought Halloween decorations this week, yeah. and um, it's too early. Well, first of all, before you jump on your high horse that is anti celebrating too early. Um, I create a little bit of content on Instagram. You do. And so I have to do things early so that it gives people time to go get stuff and Mm -hmm. like brainstorm. So partly that's part of it. It's great. (laughs) So we get Halloween for two months in our house. (laughs) Yeah, no, honestly, it's, it's definitely going up next month in September, which is only like not far away now, which feels like forever away. You basically made it. Um, hmm? You basically made it. Yeah, I'm almost there. I have lots. Of, there's a lot of people who are like all in on Halloween already on social media. So I feel like I am doing, you know, my part in waiting. Let's but define a lot of people. I have a lot of people I follow. Well, I'm obviously <laughs> in those circles of like, that's what I look at. So it feeds me that. But yeah, lots. I mean, no one's decorating yet. You but think that maybe they record those videos like last year during Halloween and then they released them early? For sure. They're reposting things that they already had. But I'm saying like they're pushing out Halloween content because yeah, yeah. they don't want to be late to the game. And I'm going to be late just because my husband says it's too early. I just feel I like I don't want to be a party pooper, but I also really want to enjoy. No, I know. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not decorating it. I'm Mid-September, waiting. mid-September. I'm waiting. I know. Yes, I am. But I'm going to do like a couple of DIYs before <laughs> then. And I won't put them in the house. I'll just put them in the garage. Anyways, I am pumped for fall and football starts. Yes. Um, football started um, last week for high, high school, school yeah. for lots of high school. Um, I'm just so ready for like college football. I, I have that three... Back boys i know who all play football this year is crazy they've so, always all played football yes. but i got one in high school two playing in college so friday nights will be high school football saturdays most saturdays i'm only going to be able to travel to one of the college games because the, they're in know, different they're, places yeah several hours away uh and so yeah i guess you're five hours away there's just no way i've done the math our and the fall, timing of the games. Our fall is crazy. It's, it's a lot of travel. It's a little, and I don't usually do all the travel because of Pepper. So, but thank goodness we love football. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. I do. I love watching my kids oh, yeah. play football. Yeah. It, it stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Well, your youngest is quarterback, so that's oh, extra stressful for him and you. But yeah, stressful. it's just you want him to a be safe, and then b perform well for his own sake because he practices so hard and it's as y'all know when you're quarterback it's like it feels like 
a tremendous yep. amount of pressure. And everybody talks crap about the quarterback. I don't care what you do. They're going to second yeah. guess. Everybody sitting around me is talking. It drives me insane. I know. <laughs> I just want to say, shut up. That's my son. Meanwhile, on Sundays, you're yelling at the players on the field at NFL, yeah. but I guess they're getting paid for that. So. Yeah. It's yeah. different. No, it is. It is. The pressure in a 16, 17-year-old kid out there. Yeah, it's sad. But anyways, we're pumped for fall. So we're going to get into part two. If y'all did not listen to episode 98, uh, what is your purpose rooted in? You're going to want to go back and listen to that first because it is a part one. um, And this is part two, which kind of gives us a little bit more of the practical behind um, what we talked about last week. Yeah. So just to catch you up in case you haven't heard it, you need to go back and listen to it. But essentially we talked about our giftedness Mm -hmm. and how everybody has different gifts, high IQ, athletic ability, charm, business savvy, charisma, leadership artistic abilities like we have these really cool gifts and it's part of what makes each one of us unique it's how we get things done for some of us how we make money Mm -hmm. so on and so forth Uh, but we also have this other part of us which i think is even more important than our giftedness and it's our character Mm -hmm. our character is what forms up kind of our spiritual and and moral being if Mm -hmm. you will it's what drives so many of our decisions that we make and yeah. how we act in life. Yep. And, you know, we said that we live in a culture that idolizes giftedness. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads a lot of us to live lives that primarily just focus on giftedness without ever thinking about our character. But the success of your giftedness can sometimes erode your character. Right. And so how can we keep that from happening? How can there be a balance where, yes, we continue to work hard on our gifts because we want to strengthen them because it's part of what we offer the world as Mm -hmm. human beings, but at the same time, also pay attention to our character. Yeah. And we started, uh, or actually we ended last week, I'll start this week by kind of recapping. We said it really begins with focusing on your purpose because if your purpose is success, if your purpose is rooted in success, money, power, notoriety, then your purpose is very fragile mm-hmm. because you're going to go through dozens and dozens of ups and downs with money, with power, with notoriety. One day it's your best friend mm-hmm. and the next day it stabs you in the back, Yeah. right? But if your purpose is rooted in the kind of person you're becoming, the kind of man you want to be, the kind of woman you want to be, no matter what the circumstances are in your life, no matter what the ups and downs of the success and the failures, then all of that uh, is actually still building your purpose. Your purpose is not fragile at that moment. Your purpose is untouchable because everything that happens in life can build into your character. Yeah. I keep listening to the word purpose and I, I know that there's people out there right now feeling like, well, I don't, what if I don't know my purpose? Yeah. And I know that's probably another episode for another time, but I feel like I've been in those seasons where you're like, I don't know my purpose. So how can I even well, see that? That's the beautiful thing about this. What you're making your purpose is becoming the kind of man or woman you want to be. We almost always tie purpose again, back to giftedness, back to making an impact yeah. in the world and in culture. And that certainly is part of it. Mm-hmm. But if you start with my actual purpose is to become the man or the woman I was designed to become. Now, some of you might say, to your point, Jordan, well, I don't I don't know the kind of man I want to be or the kind of woman I want to be. Yeah, anyone would say I want to be a good mom or I want to be a good dad or I want to provide, you know, you, you those are all things that you can say, well, yeah, that's those are things I want. Yep. But yeah, I would feel like I, there's still sometimes a question mark above purpose. 
yep. because of how it's often defined. And people who can't define it, who feel like it's ambiguous, are the kind of people who probably are not going to experience a whole lot of personal transformation in their life. They're going to be somewhat stuck. And that's why I think it's really important to put some thought into what does this look like. So it's an interesting concept I wanted to talk about. It's why I wanted to wait till part two so we could really give this justice. But how does transformation happen in the life of an individual? There's a great book. It's, a, it's an older book. It's written by a guy named Dallas Willard uh, who has passed away several years ago. But he wrote a book called Renovation of the Heart. Mm-hmm. And um, what he talked about in there is he, he called it the VIM, V-I-M. And the V stands for vision, the I stands for intention, and the M stands for method. Hmm. And he said, this is the way transformation happens in the life of a human being. So let's just kind of walk through that. It starts with a vision, Mm -hmm. which is kind of going back to, I don't know what my purpose is. That's right, because you don't really have a vision for what you want your life to look like. So for me, this is a vision for what what do I want out of my life? Mm -hmm. Um, At the end of a long day, when we kind of lay our heads down on the pillow, we close our eyes, I think we all know that there has to be more to life than just making a buck, climbing a ladder, getting people to like us, and accumulating more stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you're religious, you're not religious, there is something inside of all of us From time to time, you feel it when you slow down enough, you realize there has to be more to life than this. Like what really, uh, we really want our lives to matter, right? We we want our lives to count. And so for me, there's a a list of things. It's actually found in the New Testament of the Bible. It's called a fruit of the Spirit. It was love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, uh, self-control. All of these things for me, kind of create this this vision for what I want my life to look like. I want more love in my life. I want more joy. I want more peace. Who doesn't want more peace in their <laughs> life right now, right? Uh, I wish I could say to you, raise your hand if you want more peace, yeah. but I can't see you. Uh, but it's true, right? Everybody wants more peace. They want their life to be about these things. And so for me, I, I cannot answer this question for everybody else, but for me, when I think about the vision for my life, I want to love more like Jesus. I want to forgive more like Jesus. And uh, I want to serve more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really do. Like, that's what I want my life to be about. I want a life where generosity and forgiveness and love is a priority. Yeah. So then would you, when you take that vision, then you align everything else around that. Is yeah, that what well, you would say? It starts with that. So, yes, if, if I'm working with somebody who comes to me for coaching and they're like, I need some transformation. Mm-hmm. There needs to be some things that, that need to change. And start moving directly to, oh, well, let's change this habit and that habit. I will always start with the vision for their life. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what the vision for their life is. Yeah. That's something they've got to tell me. Describe for me. And, and there's tons of questions I can ask somebody to help them get to the core of what they, the vision of their life is. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has it. I just don't think everybody can define it. Yeah. But I think a, a great use of your time, if you're listening to this right now, is to think about what is the vision for my life? Like, inevitably, you are going to pursue whatever you've defined as the good life. Yeah. And some people define the good life as, I, I want to make a buttload of money. <laughs> like, that's what I want. Like, that's the good life. And, and I won't be happy until I'm making a buttload of money. Stop saying that word. What, buttload? Buttload, yeah. A lot of money. A buttload of money. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Sorry. 
But, you know, like, what is the vision of your life? Like, what do you want your life to look like? And it's interesting to me. Some people never even ask that question. Mm -hmm. They're just on default. It's just responding to life, yeah. Right. So, uh, again, you got to create that. I know what the vision for my life is. uh, And you got to figure that out for yourself or have somebody hire a coach, somebody that can help you figure out what the vision for your life is. So it starts with the vision. Then the I in them was intention. Mm-hmm. So after you develop a vision for the kind of life that is possible, a vision of you know what I've called the good life, you have to decide if this is actually what you want, right? So the intention is you've created this vision for what you want. You've said that is the good life. You then have to make a decision. Is that really what I want? Like, is that my intention for my life? Am I willing to arrange everything else in my life around achieving that kind of life or becoming that kind of person Mm -hmm. right yep gotta have the intention uh and i believe that intention will lead you to ask two very important questions the first question is this what am i currently not doing that if i were doing would open myself to becoming more like the person i want to be all right so what am i currently not doing that if i were doing it it would open up my life to becoming the kind of person that i really want to be okay the second question is, what am I currently doing that if I eliminated would open myself up to becoming more like the person I want to be? Mm-hmm. Because, we're, again, we're talking about character. You could use this Vim model for anything, yeah, right? But we're kind of talking about character. So I have, to def- I have to start by creating a vision of the kind of person I want to become. And then I have to develop an intention inside of me where I say, I'm serious about that. Yeah, that's the kind of person I want to be. That's the kind of man I want to be. It's the kind of husband I want to be. It's the kind of father I want to be. So I start with the vision, and then I make that intention. And again, the intention is just about getting serious about what you really want out of life. It's about getting serious about who you really want to become Mm -hmm. in this life that you have. Yeah. And then the M is method. Mm -hmm. All right, another word for that could be habits. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to start here, yeah. but without the vision and the intention, yeah. you will not stay true to any method or any habit. Yeah. As soon as it gets painful or uncomfortable, you're going to quit it. So you got to start with the vision and the intention and then the method or the habit. And uh, I, I want to make this distinction real quick because Dallas Willard has this great quote in that book I was just talking about, Renovation of the Heart, where he said, God is not opposed to effort, but to earning. He's opposed to earning. Yeah. Right, he, mm-hmm. but he's not opposed to effort. Mm-hmm. So, again, this comes down to the motivation. So, when you start defining what are the habits I need in my life to become the kind of person that I want to become, um, this is not about earning God's love. Yeah. Right. Not not at all. Yeah. But uh, it is about effort, and this good life, however you describe the good life for you, uh, and the kind of person you want to become, it's you're not going to coast into that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to peace is not going to magically transcend from the heavens down into your lap. <laughs> yeah. You got to yeah. organize a life, yeah, in such a way that you develop those things like love and joy and peace and yeah. patience, right? Right? Yeah, and it probably starts with discomfort because if it was yeah. comfortable and easy, and yeah, we would all probably already be there you know but yeah it's probably means you're gonna have to adjust some things you're you might have to say no to more things you might have to adjust expectations of your team you there's so much i feel like that 
we fear when, when trying to put these boundaries in place. Um, sometimes like if it's work related, you fear if I put my foot down about, you know, not staying as late or having healthier hours or whatever else, then I'll be perceived as lazy or I'm not going to get as much done. And then how can I even provide for such family that I want to be with so much, you know, like you start spiraling down these what ifs and same for stay at home moms. Like there's all kinds of situations. I feel like fear and comfort keeps us from diving into that. No doubt. Like it, it's so true. And, and we see this all the time. And so again, it's not going to just happen. People aren't just going to get out of their financial mess magically. Marriages don't just fix themselves. Spiritual lives don't just take off soaring. Peace again, doesn't just transcend down upon us. So now you have to ask, right? Once you have that vision and you've made that your intention, yes, that is the kind of person I want to be. Then you have to ask, well, what habits? What habits do I need to have in my life that are going to help me achieve what I've defined as a good life? Hmm. I'm sitting here trying to think for myself. Sorry, I'm listening. And I, I've talked about mine very publicly. Yeah. Like the five, I call it vital, V-I-T-A-L, mm-hmm. the five things I need every day. Uh, this is not... These five things aren't just five things that if I do these five things, I'm going to be happy. These are five things that if I do these five things throughout the day, it is helping me both with the balance between focusing on character and focusing on giftedness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for me, I've said I need validation every day. I need to be reminded of actually who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I need that validation. And you can validate that yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a validation of sitting down and saying to myself... This is the kind of man I am. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of person I am. I am a loving husband. I'm an attentive father. And so I need that every day. I need to speak that truth over my life. Mm -hmm. I also need the I and vitals inspiration. Mm -hmm. I need to read things that inspire me, like, you know, inspire me to become the person I want to be, inspire me to live the kind of life that I Mm -hmm. want to live. I need thankfulness. Right, because mm-hmm. I want to focus on those things that are developing my life. I, a is activity, and then the L activity being like physical exercise, activity, yeah. exercise, and the L is for love. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put all this into practice. Mm-hmm. I can't just find the validation and inspiration and not put that into practice through love. Yeah, and if I can find ways to work those five things, and I've got specific habits yeah. that can are attached to each of these, like inspiration. I spend time every day reading. Mm-hmm. That's what inspires me, or listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. or you know, from people I really admire, and I yeah. want my life to look more like their life. Yeah. So that when you get to the method and you get to the habits that somebody needs to create in their life in order to start moving or fulfilling that intention for the good life they yeah. define, it's going to look different for everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's you know, I could work with somebody one on one and help them discover that, but for like a podcast right now, I, I don't know, yeah, exactly what that is. But if you're asking me how transformation happens, mm-hmm. I think Dallas Willard was point on it, it is VIM, it's vision, intention, and method. You have to start with creating a vision in your head of what you want, what you want to achieve, who you want to become. Then you got to set that as your intention, it's the most important thing to you, mm-hmm. and then you have to find a method, you have to find a, a a series of habits that every day are going to inch you closer to becoming that kind of person or accomplishing whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Yeah. Just like peace, transformation doesn't drop in your lap. And I think I've had seasons of life where I thought like something externally could, if it would just shift, then 
I would be set sail for yep. transformation. You just kind of wait for that. And you're like, well, if I just got that job or if I just had that relationship, or if I just had you, I always in my past would kind of sit and wait for that ball to drop in a, in a way that would then release me to transformation yeah, yeah. when really it truly is taking a step towards the vision and intention part. And then obviously instilling the method after that. But so often we just think it's going to come to yeah. us, you know, and sure. sometimes society tells you that sometimes it's like, Oh, the right one will come and then you'll be happy and this one will happen and then you'll be good and then you'll be successful. But you can almost like, not to say that we are in control of everything we do and in our entire lives, obviously not. There's lots at stake there, but I do think you can to some degree take your life into your own hands as far as transformation goes and say, no, I think I'm not going to just sit and wait or no, I'm not going to be content in this hurry pace life that I'm living. I'm going to then put a foot in front of the other towards this transformation that might be uncomfortable and might be hard at first, but the win there, the long-term win is just undeniable. Yeah, for sure. And here's what, here's the good news. Here's what's so encouraging is there's only so much we can do with our giftedness. Yeah. You know, you can, you have the gifts that you have. Like God gave you whatever gifts he wanted to give you. I, I, I could work so freaking hard the next 10 years of my life to sing a beautiful ballad. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You've heard me sing. Yeah, no, it's not. It's bad. Happen. Terrible, isn't it? It's bad. Now, I do have some gifts, and I can strengthen those gifts yeah. uh, and those skills. Absolutely. But you kind of have the gifts you have. Yeah. Character, however, can always be formed. And it's never too late to say, you know what? I, I need to focus on this. I, I yeah. need to think about, you know, my overall purpose for life. And maybe my purpose needs to be bigger than it is right now. Maybe, you know, alongside with other things I'm chasing, I need to add to that. The part of my purpose is the per- kind of person I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And, it is hard work. It's a lot of hard work. I, I think focusing on my strengths and my giftedness, it's that's easy. It's so yeah. easy. It's kind of fun. And I can often see results almost Quickly, right away. yeah. Um, and so if you want to do that in your life, you can. There's a ton of people who that's all they focus on is their giftedness. But I'm telling you, there will come a point where that giftedness will outweigh their character. And when that happens, things start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I think that was... Super helpful. I like that VIM acronym. That's helpful for me. I, I, and your vital one too. Like yeah. acronyms for some reason to help me remember things. Um, all right. That was so good. If you, again, if you missed 98, episode 98, the one right before this, go check that out. Uh, it gives us a little bit more foundation. Next week. Our 100th episode. Man. And I'm not lying when I say we have absolutely <laughs> zero idea. What we're going to do for our 100th episode. Yeah, I know. We got to put some thought into it. We that. need to stop building it up. I know. We're like, oh, 94, 95. <laughs> like it's going to be some big 100th episode. Maybe it will. I can. Yeah. We need to have some vision and intention. Well, we had our, our vision was um, we wanted Ellen DeGeneres to be here. But yeah, she's not. she declined. She declined. Shoot. No. Anyways, we are going to do something. Uh, we'll have to have some sort of fun extra little tidbit and you just have to deliver the most amazing message of your life. Ooh, I just thought I'm going to wear... A tux. No. Yeah. I'm going to wear it for our 100th. What am I going to wear? I don't know. You got to figure it out. <laughs> Dress. I don't know why I'm wearing this shirt. I know if you're listening, you can't see my shirt. If you're watching, you can. But it's a 
It's, it's summer. white shirt with these little palm, palm trees. trees. I only wear this shirt on, on vacation. vacation. Have That's you noticed what, that? Yeah, well, you walked out and I was like, what? Okay. Vacation <laughs> Pete. We're partying. Yeah, no, it's funny. And I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt and it's 98 degrees out. So yeah. we're a mess. Um, all right. So tune in next week for um, the 100th episode. If you're listening to this and you just want to give us your own feedback about what our 100th episode should be, let us know. Um, we're it just as unsure as you are. No, we're going to do something fun. Um, hope you guys have a great week. Thank you as always for listening. And that was another good talk. talk.